Coming up on this episode of Sandlot Sports, we continue our NFL preview. This time we start with the AFC West, and we continue our college football preview. Moving on to the SEC, we get a little heated, but that's okay. That's what we do here. Um, and finally, thank you to all of our patrons for all of your support. You guys definitely help us keep going. Welcome to Sandlot Sports, where, yes, we are that stupid, but we are also your kind of stupid. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. What's up? And BJ Thomas. We're talking about uh, varsity football this week. We are talking about varsity football this week. You know, we're talking yeah. about the AFC West. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's not it, guys. You tell them the truth. Tell them what we're talking about. You tell them right now. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll start the rundown. So we're doing the AFC West um, this week, and we're doing the the American um, Athletic Conference. <laughs> no. no, we are doing the SEC. Doing the SEC today. We're going to find out two of your national championship participants. Uh, well, money can buy you everything. Anyways, so yes, as BJ Look, said, <laughs> the ones whining about money buying everything are the broke people. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will say this: at least Alabama hasn't lost sixty-eight billion dollars in a year, like Elon Musk has. Yeah, very, very true. I was wondering yeah. though. I know we're we're slowly getting to the SEC, but it's hard. It's hard for me not to talk about this. Have you dug that red, gray, and white cleat out of your ass yet? <laughs> Is it still up there? At least, at least we it made it. Just mail, made it. I guess. <laughs> Got in on a technicality and was shown that you were in on a technicality. How how did the U do last year? What's that? <laughs> well, that's the, I don't like Miami. I don't care if they do. I'm anything. not talking to you. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for that place to be covered in a foot of water. We only got like two more years, anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's that's scary. So hey. at least we can make it to the college football playoff where it goes under. And I, I will say this. <laughs> at least the U is ranked this year. You might want to get yeah. back in. We'll, we'll go over the rankings when we get to college, but we'll, we'll start with that. First. We're in the middle of a conversation about o- overranked teams. <laughs> here you are getting excited about the Hurricanes being ranked. Real coincidence. Real coincidence. Real coincidence. I'll take it how they come. You have to. You have no choice. I know. Hey. I have no choice. <laughs> I, I will say this though that the U is actually ranked above a team that got a first place vote in the preseason rankings, and that's a that's a tease for you to figure out who it was when we get there. Um, but we're gonna start Probably. with the NFL first. Okay. So as I said, we're gonna start with the AFC West um, this week. So th- this is varsity football at its finest in in the NFL. Um, yeah. We'll start start with the Denver Broncos. Um, obviously, they're they're big acquisition over the offseason was an actual factual quarterback to take snaps not philip Lindsay, but an actual quarterback and also hey, wilson he hasn't been like a special quarterback in a few years now though i didn't say he was great i just said he was an actual quarterback hey just yeah. put that out there just make sure we're so uh vegas has them getting um they're over under at 10 and a half wins i could see that uh, yeah it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight to that number, though, because of the division they play in, in my opinion. Well, see, yeah. that's that's the thing. Like, that's it's hard. Okay, so you let's just say they go three and three in the division, which is very possible with with who mm-hmm. they got to play. Right. Okay, so you look at their non-division games. Seattle, that's a winnable game. Houston, yeah, winnable, winnable. San Francisco, not so much. Yeah. Colts, Jets, mm-hmm. Jaguars, those are winnable. That's a, yeah, those are. Winnable. 
Titans, Panthers, Ravens, Cardinals, Rams. Those are their non-divisional games. They have to win eight of those mm. to go over. Mm. It's going to be tough. Yeah. You know what's a tricky game, though, that I'm looking at their schedule? I think that um, that that Los Angeles Rams game, I think I think that I would be surprised if that game ends up being one of those if you win, you're in type of games. Because looking at the rest of the schedule, like San Francisco is going to be a dogfight. Um, Las Vegas, you know, I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but I think they're going to be a lot better than last year. Um, If I remember my research right, and it's been a few minutes since I've did the research, I think the Raiders actually have the lowest over-under projection for this year, and it's like nine and a half. Just a thought. Yeah. On this roster, Tim Patrick's gone for the season. Jerry Judy was arrested in the offseason, so we still don't know what's coming down for him. That's right. Um, so that that puts you down two solid receivers right there for some amount of time. Tim Patrick yeah. definitely for the season, but Jerry <clears throat> Judy could be anywhere from two to six weeks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he did. Now, yeah. I, and, and Melvin Gordon the third is a good pickup. He's not what he used to be, but he's a solid pickup. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to lean on him to patch a hole last year and all he did was like it was one of those things where you start him for two games he does shit then you bench him and he scores 30 points and then you start him again he does shit for three games and you bench him again and he drops 20 and you're like oh shoot just a piece of shit okay yeah okay <laughs> okay i understand now so yeah the offense i have concern about the offense uh as far as running the football though that's one of the best backfields of football yeah and again, with Russ, I mean, they're going to have to respect the pass. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, there is, yeah, I would not be surprised if they average four and a half yards, four and a half yards per, per rush on the season, at least. Well, it's because they have yeah. to. Yeah. Well, and, and like you said, I mean, with Patrick being out, Judy being out at least Randy two Gregory. games. Randy Gregory's out for a few weeks. Yeah. So are we saying that they're going to go over or under their 10 and a half? I think they're going over. It's going to be real close to that 10. Yeah. You think, you think they're going 11? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Well, for them to go over 10 and a half, they'd have to go at least 11. Yeah, I don't think they're doing 11. I think we'll put them right at 10. Okay. Yeah. They got a lot of question marks to start the season. Yeah. Russ, Russ has got to show me he's a top five, six quarterback because he hasn't been. I... I don't think Russ is a top 10 quarterback in the league. I think he might be a top 10 quarterback in the AFC. Um, but, I mean, the AFC is stacked. Yeah. There's going to be good quarterbacks that don't make the playoffs this year. He's, he's barely top four in his division. Yeah. So, with that, we'll move on to the Kansas City Chiefs, who have probably the best quarterback in the division. Sad thing for him. They don't have much else. Oh no, I like I like Herbert better. Um, I saw a couple of drives at the end of the year last year where Herbert shoved the ball into coverage and forced his receiver to catch it because it was either catch it or lose a limb. Yeah, I mean he is six six, so he can see over the top. Yeah, and he was in the middle of the field late in the game during a drive. I don't know if it was a playoff or it was a end of the year game. And uh, they needed to go down the field, and he stuck the ball in places he should not have stuck the ball. 
Yeah, it definitely wasn't playoffs because they they didn't tie that last game of the season. When That's they... right. That's right. I, I think it. I think it was that game. Didn't they have a great game at the end of the year with the Raiders? Yeah. It, when the, the Raiders won in the first few plays of overtime, is that correct? I believe so. The drive that San Diego, that game-winning drive in that Raiders game was what I'm talking about. Go back and if you ever get a chance to go back and look at it, he was just sticking the balls right in the middle of the coverage, throwing fastballs, accurate. It was, it was just a, what you would love to have from your franchise quarterback at the end of a crucial game. Yeah. So, anyways, we're talking about Kansas City right now. So, Kansas City and them homes. Mm-hmm. So, they lost Tyreek Hill, gained Juju. Yeah. I don't know if, good, if that's good Juju or bad Juju that, that they've gained. <laughs> if he's still on, t- like if he's still on TikTok, they're in trouble. Still- wait, wait, yeah. hold on. They, they have Juju and Josh Gordon? Yeah. That's bad juju all together. That's what Josh Gordon needs is a guy walking around with a camera recording all the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oy. I don't I don't see them being as dynamic. They're um, not gonna be the Chiefs of old. Then yeah. And and realistically, this is it. This year is it for them. Yeah. Because that winner is gonna gonna slam shut with that contract that Mahomes has. Absolutely. Because also, too, from an offensive dance standpoint, when Tyreek was there, he would stretch the field and leave that middle wide open for Kelsey. Now they're gonna stick that safety up and be like, okay, uh, okay, we dare one of you outside. Not not with Hard, but Hardman can still yeah, do me, that. Miko Hardman is gonna stretch the field. That's not a problem. So Kelsey's still going to be fine. What I am seeing that they Ooh. haven't had in the past few years is a big body receiver and Mark Marquez Valdez Scantling. Like that's going to be interesting to see because now Patrick can throw it up down the sideline and just let shit happen. Okay. Yeah, but what what bothers me about them is this stat right here: defense. Their defense was horrible last year, and that's with Hunter that. Yeah, last year they got rid of both their safeties. Mm-hmm. Sorensen and uh. And Honey Badger. Honey Badger. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be, that's going to be tricky. So, I mean, yeah. and, he, and here's the thing they went 12 and five last year. Vegas loves them some Chiefs, and Vegas thinks they're going to do worse at 10 and a half wins. That's all you need to know. Because with the love the Chiefs get from everyone else, Vegas still thinks they're going to do 10 and a half. Sounds, sounds like Vegas love Tyreek Hill. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it boils down to. It sounds like Vegas loved Tyree Hill and, and Tyron Matthew. That's who they loved. <laughs> Man. So, so let's say let's say if Clyde Edwards Hilaire stays healthy, right? Does it have matter? Jones. Yeah. But my Mr. Thing Fumble. Is they're gonna have to. Yeah. Unfortunately. I'm I'm just curious on like how like what's the scheme now that Tyreek is going because Tyreek can be used as a decoy. He can be used in the slot. Like there's so many places. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just curious about how they're going to, um, what's going to be the main focus on offense now? Because they're, I know most defenses are going to think, okay, uh, now that Tyreek is gone, like his favorite receiver is going to be Kelsey. They're going to find a way to get Kelsey out of the game and dare everyone else to beat them. Do you think that they have the weapons to be able to do that? 
figure if they could take Kelsey out of the game, they'd have done it by now. Yeah. But I mean, it'll be – I'm not saying they will, but it'll be a lot easier. So let's say like a Bill Belichick. I can see – well, I don't – do they play the Patriots? You still no, have to so. – Mecole Hardman is still fast enough where you're going to have to pay attention to him. You can't just let him run for you across the field. Even when Tyreek was there, he was an effective offensive weapon. So he's mm-hmm. just going to get more touches this year. Well, and see, and here's the thing: How good is their offensive line? Yeah, we talked shit about it all year, and then they got it together by week six. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that that that's going to be their Achilles heel. Is, that's what is, we said last year, and they figured it out in six weeks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I know, I'm 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 inclined to go under with them. I'm inclined to say they're going to go ten and seven this year. I don't have much off of that. I'd say I'd say eleven wins. I think they're going to be better than the Broncos. Hey, Dorian. Um, I, I'll go with you, AK. I, I say ten wins. I don't. I don't know, man. Oh, I, I hear what you guys saying like McCall can stretch out the field and things of that nature. But I don't know. I'm gonna go with ten wins. Yeah, I mean, you asked me what the offensive strategy is. The offensive strategy is Andy Reid's strategy for the past twenty years: throw the ball seventy percent of the time. And that's why when you're talking about Edward Tillaire, like it doesn't matter who their running back is, he's gonna throw the ball seventy percent of the time. I like how Andy Reid's whole career has been with cold weather teams, and he's still like, "Fuck it, we're throwing the ball." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All he needs is Rex Grossman. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going deep. Crazy. <laughs> the next up on the hit list is the Raiders, and they're actually projected at, at eight and a half wins. <laughs> In this division, man, it's jeez. And somebody, somebody asked the question about the Raiders: Is do they have the best quarterback, wide receiver, complete? Wide receiving core with with the complete quarterback. Carr is not great, but those receivers are amazing. Yeah, I mean, as far as all the skill positions, they're loaded. Yeah. He has no excuse yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, real quick. So, um, I was on a post, and they were talking about. They were saying that how Hunter Renfro uh, is going to be like a gazillion times better than Julian Elton. And they were like, if you take Hunter Renfro and you can literally put him in any offense, he'll shine. They said Julian Edelman, he only thrived with the Patriots. What do you guys think about that? Where else did Julian Edelman play for? How long? I don't know if he even played for another team. So how can you make that statement? No, I think it was the Dolphins. No, well, that's not fair. You're thinking, Wes, <laughs> you're thinking Wes Welker. Wes Welker's the other white guy that bounced from the Dolphins to the Patriots. Yeah, the um, – Edelman never played for another team. <laughs> he didn't. No. no, I didn't know. No. That. And I don't know, dude. Those those guys that can create space in short areas are going to play anywhere now. It's part yeah. of the game. It's part yeah. of the game. Kadarius Would you say Tony is the best slot receiver right now. Kadarius Tony will be if he can keep his fucking mouth shut. That's a big F. <laughs> I'm serious. Kadarius Tony is. Oh no, he's dangerous. Out. He's probably second to Tyree Hill as far as uh, take it a whole distance. Yeah, he's he's a real threat. I like him, but he's I think he's stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, he he did get to the great you know University of Florida, so uh, whatever. <laughs> they have more success in their off years than you had in the entirety of the nineties. Oh, their their lawyers are also better. So, 
part, it's part of the deal. You should get with it. I, I, it's so funny. You point these things out that are different between the SEC and the Big Ten, but it's just y'all's stupidity and lagging behind in the times. It has nothing to do with anything the SEC is doing other than they're the front runner. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. But we'll cover we'll cover your buttheartedness in the next. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll cover the mediocrity and then the the top heavy SEC conference here in a few in a few minutes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that you can go down there and get slapped by several different schools and national championship rings. <laughs> several. Anyways, yeah. Getting I back made to sense. the Raiders. Let's go back to the subject. You sound like a dad. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yep, I made sense. Change the subject. Come on, back to the Raiders. Zip it. Zip it. <laughs> Yep, that's all it is. That's all this is. Is don't make me come back there. I'm not worried. About it. <laughs> I'm hit you with a fly swatter. I'm gonna eat that shit. Stan loves this. Eight wins. Eight wins. You're going with under, eight under five hundred. I I don't like the attitude they have. Oh, Devontae's here. He's gonna save it. Mike Mike Evans has similar stats to Mike uh, to Devontae Adams. We don't talk about him the same way we talk about Devontae, so figure that out. And I would argue that Devon, uh, Mike Evans' quarterback play has been much worse than Devontae Adams. He went from – t- until he had Brady, it was Jameis. Yeah. <laughs> so and what, Fitzpatrick yeah. and people like that. What gets me about the Raiders, and this is a, dedic- is a kind of tribute to Carr, is they were 7-2 and two on one-score games last year. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. that's what you want out of your team. Yeah. But this is a different conference. So, I mean, they, they were still playing the Chiefs with Mahomes. They are still playing the Chargers with with Herbert. Yeah, Herbert's only going to get better. I thoroughly believe you're going to see – you'll be talking about him as a top-five quarterback this year. Oh, I, I think I think in the, the decade to come, it's going to be him and uh, Burrow going back and forth, like Peyton and Grady yeah. were going back and forth. He's been uh, he was fun to watch last year. I look forward to seeing him play this year. Mm-hmm. Now, is Josh Jacobs gonna you know hurt his toe again? I don't know, man. That's uh, I don't want to talk about it. He's on my fantasy team and he fucked my whole season up. <laughs> Both fantasy teams. There you go. So I'm I'm actually going to go nine wins. I think I think they they so finish confident. above five hundred. And Dorian, hmm. um. Uh, I say I I give them nine wins too. I can I can see that. Um, the question is, it's like the last five games of the season: Rams, Patriots. That's going to be a tricky game. That Patriots game. Um, Steelers. I know people say things about Steelers not being good, but I think. The Steelers like one of those. What's the team we talked about in college football to where like they're that gritty team where you don't NC State, NC State, Sparty, yeah, Sparty, yeah, all those like guys. Like one of those like gritty teams always in the game like, and angry. Yeah, you look at him, you're like, what, what, what are you doing here? Stop that! Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Leave exactly. Like we're supposed to beat you by twenty, and you're like, are you too good for your down home? By three. Yeah, I, I could totally see them going eight and four, and hitting that five game stretch, and then winning one of them. Yeah, and missing the playoffs because of it. Yeah, I so agree. We'll move on to the Chargers. So, basically, we've said that the best division in the in the NFL, the best projected division, we're going to go ten and seven, ten and seven, nine and eight. <laughs> so they're basically you know best division in football. 
mediocre. So you don't you don't understand this concept because of the shitty division that your team's playing. But like when you play against other solid competition, it tends to wear on you throughout the season. True, but if you're really that yeah. good, see like see like oh, no no no, it's not about being good. It's about being against against top-notch competition for an extended period of time. You don't get to experience that. You have two games a season to get excited for, and then you fucking get thrashed when it counts. So okay, that's, so that's what, so so it's a concept so, you're not you're not. So which is it? With. So so what, what which is it? Is is it really good to have one or two really good teams in in your division and slash conference, and have everyone else kind of be mediocre, or is it best so that everyone's about the same? Which which is better? Which is better? one that produces the most championships that wasn't one of the answers you tell me uh, which is, one of those is better yeah. the one the the one that would be better is the system that produces the most championships i'm trying to figure out how you don't like that answer because that wasn't one of the answers you're working towards uh yeah you tell me which one's better and i told yeah. you the one that produces the most championships so uh, by, well, by, the, by that then this division is meh because they've produced one championship in the past what, or two championships in the past twenty years. Yeah, um, I think from a fan standpoint, you want it like I think it's more exciting for all the games to be close and for the divisions to be competitive. Yeah, the same um, talent level, the same like talent yeah. level. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because you know, like each game is going to be a game. Like there, there's no teeter totter. You know and even saying? the like, teams that I might not be high, highly ranked could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Could be a real problem, and mess the whole season up. Okay, you don't, you don't get that from a uh, Purdue. You don't get that from Vanderbilt. You don't get it from Iowa State. My yeah, but yeah, you your don't list get it from gonna, South Carolina. Your list is going to run <laughs> out before keep going. Mine. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking from conference to conference. North I'm seeing the same one. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole area. Football up north is such a fucking. It's trash. <laughs> Hell, there was an article Fucking today on the ESPN that went, what the hell happened in football in the Northeast? <laughs> yeah, uh, football up north is trash. They they watch ba- baseball and wrestling, and then they just hope for good things to happen in football season. So this, this is what happens. We just get sidetracked. Um, <laughs> going back to the Chargers. So you, you, you're talking about a good offense. Um, like you said, Herbert is uh, just completely, totally solid. Keenan Allen played too much football next year. He's probably going to sit half of this one out. <laughs> Austin Eckler's good, and they got um, Jorian's boy Isaiah Spiller to back him up. That was a sneaky good pickup, man. We'll see. So, and, and Cleo Mack. What tight end position is weak. Yeah, tight end position is there. Um, defense, though. Yeah. I mean, Man, most that... is nothing to sneeze at. Top 10 safety, top 10 corner, top 10 uh, defensive end, or weak side linebacker, excuse me. Kenneth yeah. Ray Jr. is a good football player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and they've done it right. They they have top, top tier talent at each kind of level. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, their secondary is going to be a no-fly zone there. Right there. Yeah, Cowboys flew there. right through it last year. Just yeah, but that's before they had J.C. Jackson. Just saying. That dude is – he's prime. I, me, I think he's one of the top five corners in the league. I think they're going to win about 
12 to 13 games. Okay, no Dorian. Um yeah, I say I say about 12. I, I, think, I see them. I think this is the division winner right here, in my <clears throat> opinion. Yeah. So you you're calling it here first that the Chargers win the division this year? That's how I feel. Yes. Okay. You don't take anything away from the coaching or anything? I like Justin Herbert. Okay. That is I like fair. The, I, like, I like the weapons that surround him. I do not like the tight end position they have, but their offensive line is pretty solid. They have a defense that will get them the football back more than your average NFL defense. So I'm thinking the Chargers have a real good shot to win this division. Yeah, their, their defense, not only will they, will they get the ball back, but their defense will stop you on third down. Right. Yeah, all that good stuff. And so. that's the key thing. Because right. turnover is almost a look of the draw. But if you can mm-hmm. consistently stop a team on third down, you're going to win most games. Super excited Absolutely. about the Chargers this year. I think we might be looking at the AFC champs. Uh, I think it still goes through Cincinnati, but I think it's going to be close. I can see that. <clears throat> like, I, I, like I said, I, probably the next decade, it's going to be Burrow and Herbert back, back and forth like Brady and, and Manny were. Yeah. So that finishes up our NFL preview for this week. Um, so before BJ, you know, goes completely insane, we will get college football. Uh, we're going to discuss the SEC this year. So what I was referring to was the fact that national, national champ one, two, one of, one three, four, five, six, seven, seven, which is half of the schools in the SEC finished either six and seven or seven and six. Half the conference was meh. So you can be all top heavy you want with Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. You won championships, but there's the con- four, there's four double digit win teams. There's two 10 win teams, a 13 and a 14. So tell the whole story. And you, and you, because you're, you're uh, playing against uh, uh, meh, meh uh, competition. That meh competition would win your division or conference every like four or five years. So, so four, you have four double-digit victory um, teams, right? Yeah. Sort of the Big Ten. Playing against nobody. What? And and you're saying Vanderbilt, Mississippi State, Missouri? They're, they're Vanderbilt, good? Vanderbilt would have a winning record if they played in your conference. Bullshit. <laughs> I didn't say they, it'd be massive. They might, ha- they, they might have a winning they record could, in the math bowl. They could damn sure go seven and six. They're not playing Rutgers every week. Shit, they've seen enough competition over the last 30 years to go up there and be like, God damn, I've seen JV football before. I know this. Just because you've seen a lot of porn doesn't mean you know how to fuck properly. Talk to Dorian Dorian about that. And I would would tell you this. I I think that was one of the dumber things you said recently. But, But only recently, so don't worry about it. Um... This is just a personal thing with you. That's why it's so funny to me. Because out of this mad conference, like all of your national championship, because they're top heavy. The top heavy teams are so much better than any fucking team you can put up against it. It's not even funny. The conference is so goddamn top heavy. Georgia railed you. Georgia railed you in Alabama, and that's all you are. Georgia railed you like a prison bitch last year. 
They fucking took your soul. You will never walk right again because of what Georgia did to you. You thought you were fucking champions. You thought you were actually going to do something last no, year. No, I didn't. And Georgia showed you you were a fucking, no, fucking I didn't. dumpster fire it, outside of your little winter wonderland. If you go back and listen to the tape, I went, eh, I don't think I don't think we're going to compete against Georgia because the yeah. was, the that SEC is Georgia and Alabama. And it's normally Georgia, Alabama, or Alabama, LSU. That's the conference. Yeah, and it's kicking your fucking ass every year, too. Anybody put up against them going down outside varsity football kids varsity yeah, football outside Texas of the top two teams the SEC Texas, is mediocre Texas and Oklahoma are coming it'll be the end of football as you know doesn't matter it's gonna be so hard for you jerks to recruit up north it's gonna be hilarious anyways enough enough of bj sucking no. himself who was one of the no, sec no. you don't get to change the subject when you're wrong this isn't your house this is not this is not your fucking house you don't get to change the subject when you're wrong you ain't my daddy <laughs> no oh but honestly um i mean the sec over years is proven that it's the creme de la creme when it comes to football, right? Um, I do think that, well, the, the thing about the SEC, like their mediocre teams, they're more frequently to have a successful year than it seems like in other conferences, whether it's ACC, Pac-12, Web. Um, and I think, and I think um, with the NIL, I think that it's going to help grow the SEC because people want to play with the best. And I think it's going to force a lot of these schools to be able to shell out some more money. So, And the fact that they don't have to spend their whole season in a foot of snow. Yeah. You're not going to pull us. I'm telling you, it's going to be way harder to pull kids out of Louisiana if they got a choice between traditional SEC teams or Texas. Yeah. Especially now that Texas, Unless- especially now that you're taking Texas and Oklahoma's brand and sticking them in a relevant conference. Yeah. I mean, money talks, man. That means that the, the the Michigans and the Ohio states of the world, they can't just rely on tradition. It has to be tradition, and it's going to be the money. And, Show me the money. And that is 100% why the Big Ten is you it, know, flirting with Oregon. It bullshit walks to the airport. <laughs> That's what it does. Walks right <laughs> back to the airport, get on the plane, go right back to Winter Wonderland. Yeah. So. Um, I saw too that the Big Ten network or the Big Ten is working on deals with CBS. Oh, they basically told um, ESPN to go fuck themselves. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's essentially the, um, right now it's NBC, CBS, and Fox competing for the Big Ten. Ooh. And so and and the rumor is that if NBC signs the contract, that basically means Notre, Notre Dame is running the Big Ten. Yeah. Because it, it's all been the only reason why Notre Dame has had their own thing is because of the TV deal that, that that they signed, and if NBC is now have has a contract with the Big Ten, that TV deal basically means nothing. So, and it, it's going to be interesting um, because you're, you're essentially going to see ESPN hype the SEC, and you're going to see Fox or whomever has the Big Ten hype the Big Ten. And then the other conferences are just going to be left behind. I mean, more so than they already are. Yeah. And it, it really is going to be 
what hometown coverage do you want to follow? Do you want to follow the SEC or do you want to follow the Big Ten? Do you want to follow Herb Street or do you want to follow James Brown and those boys? And honestly, I mean, conferences aside, the the pregame for Fox has gotten better than the pregame for ESPN because it's actual football. Mm -hmm. And it's not the bullshit that ESPN has become across all sports. Yeah. I see. I so and, and getting back to our previews, um, who who do we think is winning the SEC this year? Damn, Nick Saban came out and said last year was a rebuilding year, and they did everything but win the national championship. I don't know what to say about that. Well, yeah. and you've also picked them to lose to Texas A&M. Um, Texas A&M, I'm telling you, that, that's going to be a sticking point for a couple of years, Jimbo and Nick. Yeah. That could be the end of a friendship. It didn't sound very good. Jimbo got upset. Yeah. For basically being called out for what Nick Saban's done illegally his whole career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what he really wanted to say. It's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I helped you recruit these fuckers illegally, and this is what you want to do to me. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Alabama's known to go to get one loss and make it in the playoffs anyway. So, yeah. I don't know, man. That's going to be tough. I mean, Kirby Smart lost a lot of talent at Georgia. Yeah. He lost a lot of good football players. Yeah. A lot, and on, it, that, a lot on that defense. And the thing with Smart is we don't know how he can reload. We just never no. seen it. Not not saying that he can't. I'm just they got, we've never seen it. They got Bowers though, that tight end. Holy shit, that dude was amazing last year. Oh yeah. They're just gonna do watch. this spam spam Bowers play. Spam Bowers. <laughs> spam Bowers over the middle, let him bounce off somebody and score. That's how that's yeah. their whole offense. It'll be great to watch. Yeah. Cause that's what got him through the playoffs. That's what got him to the end of the season with Bowers. Yeah, yeah exactly. What's his name? Is it his nickname Baby Gronk or something like that? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I know they called some of the NFL Baby Gronk and it never worked out. Well, it's like calling and like Harrod Mono was Baby Jordan. How'd that turn out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was that was a bit much. Whoever came he's with that. I, I can just hear like 15 <laughs> white people sitting around a table going, Well, he's bald and he can jump. <laughs> and he's black, it's gotta work. He's black, it's gotta work. <laughs> <laughs> so basically uh, what we're seeing is that the conference comes down to Alabama and, or Georgia. Yeah, it could be that, but I don't know. I don't want to put it past Texas A&M. They yeah. folded at the end of the year. It was tough to see, but they are super talented. I feel like LSU is one of those monsters where you just cut its head off and another head grows in its place. So yeah, it I, might be down for a little bit, but eventually the monster's coming again. I don't know yeah. if that's this year. I forget who I was talking to, and we were saying that uh, Sparty and LSU are basically the same team, just one place north, one place south. Is they have a great season every five or six years? That could be. Um, I think Florida's winning double-digit games this year. I, I don't. I mean, State, Vanderbilt, South Carolina. There's three. I don't think they're going to beat Texas A&M. I, Georgia, their rivalry games, there's just something different about them. I, I don't I don't know. I feel like they'll be LSU and Missouri. Eastern Washington for sure. Tennessee Tennessee's, for sure. 
Tennessee's a tough one just because they hate each other, but yeah, I'd say Tennessee. So honestly, to me, for Florida, it's just Texas A&M and Utah that really scary. Yeah, that, that Utah game is going to be scary. And again, it's how do you start the season? Because boy, I tell you, you don't win that, you're in trouble. Yeah. Think about it. If if they if they lose to Utah, the barrel of Texas A&M and Georgia. Well, if they lose the Utah, and this is a big if, I and mean, we'll we'll call the game you know, the week before. If they lose the Utah, there's a good chance they lose to Kentucky. Yeah. And there's a good chance that, that the Gators start 0-2. I mean, that, that's that not out of the realm of impossibilities. Right. They better not lose to South Florida. I'll tell you that. If, if yeah. they lose to a team that's geographically challenged, BJ will <laughs> never hear the end of it. <laughs> oh, see, this is the thing. This is the thing about this year with Florida. Anything they do is just we can chalk this one up as an oopsie because it's a new coach, new system, new players. So I'm not upset. I'd like them to win a double digit games to get into a decent bowl game. I don't see them going to the playoffs, but anything they do is just, I don't know. It's got to be an improvement over the last couple of years of Mullen because that was getting ugly. His defense okay. starting to fall so, apart. So again, is it Alabama, Georgia, or someone else that's been at the conference? Um, we can pick do. a dog course later, and then that that question um, is coming. I'm just if I if I if you put a gun to my head and said you, you got to pick today, I'm probably going to give it back to Georgia. I really like Bowers. I think he's going to be a great NFL tight end if he can stay healthy. Yeah, and that's such a huge thing because he did so much work in the short middle part of the field and then took it the distance. Is Bennett mm-hmm. still the quarterback? And I can't answer any of the. I'm not sure. I think I saw a picture of him talking about George starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, Dorian, you going with Georgia? You going with Alabama? Are you going someone else? Um, with uh, Alabama's quarterback, I think I, I can see them edging out and winning the SEC. But I think that this will probably be the last year that they will win the SEC. Um, I think the dark horse is going to be Texas A&M. That's my dark horse. That's, I think, dark horse, Texas A&M. Y'all banking on, on Jimbo actually coaching properly. Look, man, I the way that he's constructed his team, like what I've been reading, like, He's called every car dealership. He's called every car dealership in a 25 mile radius. He's like, look, give these kids some sponsorship money for your car dealership, and we're winning the national title. Yeah. Whatever. Anybody. And the starting quarterback, I believe, is Stetson Bennett. Okay. So I do want to want to touch on the rankings um, because they were announced today or yesterday, mm-hmm. recently, maybe when I was on vacation. Um naturally Alabama's number one because they're Alabama, whatever. Ohio State is two. Georgia's three. Clemson's four. Notre Dame, for some ungodly reason, is five. Michigan is six. Oh. And then... <laughs> I don't really know, want to know what that was. Um, A&M is seven. Utah is eight. Oklahoma is nine. Baylor is ten. Mm. Anybody have a major issue with the top ten? Ohio State's overranked as usual. <laughs> yeah, by about four spots, I, I, five spots. Yeah, maybe. I 
think Baylor should be ranked eighth, at least. I think it's going to be higher than Oklahoma and Utah. Yeah. I have issues with Utah being there because, I, I mean, I saw their past defense in the Rose Bowl and um, it, was fucking, it is fucking great for the Gators. <laughs> that ranking is great for the Gators. So they beat that team. Pow! Ranked first week. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, so in Miami, the U is number 17. Eh. And so I asked a okay. question. They are actually ranked above a team that got a first place vote. So who below Miami do you think got a first place vote in preseason rankings? Texas. Yes. That's that's just because <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh money. Everything's bigger in Texas. I can just hear him right now. You tell me this ain't their year, you out your mind. I tell you what. <laughs> oh, somehow somehow Sparty is 14. That guy I was somehow that guy was able to vote for college football <laughs> rankings. How the fuck do you get that job? So, Longhorn. That's one of those who you blow things, isn't it? <laughs> With that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute. Uh. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.